right? We know that the Surah Pesach helps when it comes to the uh, 10 Amma width, more than 10 Amma width of your mouth. What's an Amalter? An Amalter is that uh, the decorative um, molding type of uh, doorpost, lintel, um, that we talked about towards the beginning of the Sakhtan. To Mahanya, because we know that that helps in terms of the height, in terms of dealing with the uh, the uh, a opening which is taller than twenty amas. However, Zimar Ibchamai, what if we swap them around? So Zimar wants to deal first of all with the question of Tzuras um, Pesach. In other words, can you use a Tzuras Pesach um, to kasher uh, a mavoi? Which is higher, which is taller than twenty amas. Says the Gemara Tashma. Yeah, actually, that's an easy one to tell you. We learned in the bright. So Mavi should govay miyasim amma. A Mavi which is more than twenty amas tall, you might. You should lower it. It's too tall. And if it has a surah pesach, if it has a door, a door frame, so in um, you don't need to shrink down the Mavi. Okay. So now, says the Gemara, fine. That was easy. So, Amalter of Rechavimai. What about an Amalter, a decorative molding, um, when it comes to a Mavu which is technically too large? Can that solve the problem of a Mavu which is too large? Says the Gemara, Tashma, the Tanya, Mavushu, Govoya, Mesumam. When you have a Mavu which is more than 20 amas tall, you might. It should be shrunk. You might. And if it's wider than 10 amas, uh, it should be, again, Shrunk, narrowed. Um, if it has a tzuras pesach, you don't have to shrink it. Now that sounds like if it has an amalter, you don't have to make it any smaller. My lob, a safer, presumably that's positioned at the end of the statement. It should be construed as referring to the safer, referring to the end of the brisa. So we see clearly that an amalter can help in terms of the width. Of the uh, um, uh, excuse me, um, uh, in terms of the width of the um, of the mavoi. Okay, says the Gemara. Right, so my lava sefer must be referring to the sefer. Why is the Gemara Right, uh, strangely enough, that line is referring back to the sefer. It's referring back to the beginning. You can't prove conclusively that the amaltra. Is going to help in terms of width as well. So Ravihudu was teaching Chia by Rav, right? Rav's son in front of Rav. He was teaching him that right? That you don't have to, um, you don't have to shrink the uh, the uh, the mavo in such a scenario. Uh, he told him, right? He told him it was a pesach, right? There's a lot of detail missing from this line. The Gemara explains that uh, the the Mfarshim explained that what it means is he was teaching him that uh, when it comes to the Pesach, when you have a mavi which is more than ten fachim wide, you can use Tzurasa Pesach, right? And it's So Rav said, Amalei, Asnaya, you should you should adjust the language of the Mishnah and you should teach the version you should teach him is Tzurasa right? Tzurasa Pesach doesn't work. Rav holds Tzurasa Pesach doesn't work. We learn from the words of our Rebbe, the words of Rav, which is mostly doors and windows. You can't use the Tzuras My time, says We know that more than 10 Amois is Aser, 
when it comes to a mavoi, it doesn't work it right. When a mavoi, which is more than 10 amois, um, uh, which opens up more than 10 amois, can't be carried. And we know that if it's parts in a scenario where there is more breach than wall in the chatzah, that's also forbidden. Just as according to Rav, uh, when you have a mavi which opens more than 10 amois, there is no carrying, even if there's a Tzur Sapesach, even if there's a door frame shape. So too, when it comes to a Chatzar, if you have a scenario where this Chatzar is mostly doors and windows, in other words, it's mostly breach, right? It's mostly breach. There's more breach than wall. Even a Tzur Sapesach, even a door frame is not going to help in a Chatzar as well. Says the Gemara, Mal Yosem um says the Gemara, but hold on, I have a potential challenge to this claim. We know that um, right, a, a, a mavu which is open more than ten amos. Perhaps the reason that that um, is so chamur, it's considered so severe, is that we know that such a psul, such a such an invalid, such an invalid construction is so invalid, it's not even permitted. Um, when it comes to Pasig Biroi. So the Pasig Biroi, we spoke of them a couple of days ago, are those um, uh, those uh, those way station wells that are constructed, that they get they get an air basically by the use of four pegs, um, which serve as corners. And we said that you can fit in a set of cows into them. That's the measurement. So the mayor holds that that set of cows is only two, right? Only two sets of cows are allowed in. And that makes a total of 10 amas, right? 10 amas. So anything more than that, says a mayor, that's too big. In other words, so again, if you have a plastic bureau, if you have a well way station, that's more than 10, 10 amas, excuse me, 10 amas wide. Um, so uh, already it's possible. You're not allowed to carry there. So uh, we know, therefore, we see that even in the case of that great kula, that tremendous kula that Hazal gave us, nonetheless, um, they were not makil in the issue of 10 ama openings, because 10 ama openings are a very, very serious problem. So says Tigmar, maybe this is the reason that Tzur Pesach, according to Rav, doesn't help in a 10 ama openings, because a, a, a more than 10 ama opening is a very serious problem. It's, a, it's an extra big psul. It doesn't necessarily mean it should carry over to a chatzar. Um, which is otherwise fine, just happens to be uh, more breach than wall, more parts than I made. We see, in fact, when it comes to passive rice, that parts from is not an issue. Passive rice are just four little corners. It's actually mostly open space. So there's more breach than wall. And nonetheless, we're making there. So it could be that uh, there's another factor we're taking into account, which is the severity of these psyllin. So, um, right? Everyone agrees, but whether it's a mayor or a behuda, view the holds is thirteen amis and the third. Okay, so the Gemara has pushed that argument out of the way. Um, let us help out. Um, the claims of Rabbi Yosef. Let's help out the claims of Rabbi Yosef. The families halalu. These walls, which are mostly windows and doors, right? Imagine spaces, right? Not uh, like a physical window or a door. Um, 
we're not up to our first picture just yet. We're gonna see it very soon. Right, imagine spaces. There are lots of gaps, doors and windows. Don't imagine glass and doors. Imagine door spaces and window spaces. So, says the Gemara, the final soul is mutter. So, very strange state. Right, if most of them is windows and doors, they are permitted as long as the oimed, the standing, the wall, uh, there's more wall than, uh, than window. If there's more wall than windows and doors. It says the Gemara, hold on a second, that's a contradiction. Right? It doesn't make any sense. We mean it's a door which has many. We put lots of openings into it. Um, <coughs> as long as it's Ayman Merubah parts. So the implication is that um, as soon as it's parts Merubah as soon as there's more breach than wall, then there's just simply no case. There's no there's no so There's no way you can repair that problem. So that would seem to include that you can't uh, you can't even fix the problem with so a pesach with a door frame. So Amr of Kahana Kitanya Simoi. The case is, and that's our first picture, the Pishri Simoi. Says the Gemara, my Pishri Simoi. What are, what is that word mean? Pishri Shimoi. Says the Gemara, I think Shimoi actually is the correct reading. So uh, the less lay shikafi, right? It doesn't have a proper frame, right? Look over here. You see, basically, it's like a, it's like a, they just laid, you know, cinder blocks or something. But there's a big gap. There's a big, uh, there's a big. The, the edges are uneven. It's basically an unfinished gap in the wall. Um, another pot- uh, potential pshat says the uh, is uh, a similar kind of problem where the gaps basically are just they're not they're not um, they're not uh, uh, synthesized they're not inherent to the wall they're really just gaps they're totally they're totally missing pieces of the wall right there's no uh, there's nothing above the door okay and you have that picture on the page as well Okay, so therefore these problems are much more severe than your average uh, problem, and Tursa Pesach therefore is not going to help. But in a normal situation, Tursa Pesach could still help. But after Bechen says the Gemara Sablal Hadarav, we know that Bechen in fact agrees with these words of Rav. The Amar Ravim Bar of Ada Amar of Yitzchak, Meisabadam Echad Mibukasvei's Chorson. There's a place, person from the place, a village known as Bukasvei's Chorson, Shenat Dalid Kundesin Bar Pinus Hasada, who Mosach Zemoyer Alein. There's a fellow who made, uh, he, he lived out in the boondocks, and he put up this little uh, frame around his uh, plants that he had planted. And he ran a vine all around the top of the frame that he had constructed. He really just made four pegs, and he ran a vine around the frame. It looks like, a, looks like, a, kind of like a um, an improperly constructed sukkah. So, the story came to the chachamim, and they said, "This is sufficient when it comes to climbing." In other words, let's say I want to plant uh, right. I got the lima beans in the middle, and I want to plant tomato plant tomatoes all around. So, or as you see, they planted a different plant over here. So that mechitza, that wall is sufficient um, to, um, to uh, be a fence for, for client purposes. You could say, oh, there's a fence up, so it's okay. I'm allowed to plant these two items uh, next to each other. So it says the Gemara, Vam Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish commented on this. He says, Kedar Shatula, and he climbed Kedar Shatula in the chat. Just as 
that they permitted this arrangement for client purposes, they also permitted it for Shabbos purposes. Says the Gemara, it did not work as an Eruv, it did not work as a Mechitza for Shabbos, as walls for Shabbos. So we see there, Bechon holds, it would seem like Rav, because the mask, you know, what are we talking about? If you're going to tell me, like we've seen this picture, that they affixed, that the fellow affixed divine Minhatsad, not on top of the pole, but at some point down their length. Says the Gemara, if you're going to tell me that's the case, there's no way that that's the case. Why? Um, um, there's no way that that's the case. These are Tzuras HaPesach, right? You have the door frame. The vine serves as the, as the lintel, and the poles serve as the doorpost. So, says the Gemara, says the Gemara like this, right? Says the Gemara, um, it can't be that he uh, that he um, that he put it on the side and not on the top. That's not a door frame. This wouldn't. This case that we see in front of us in the picture would not be a proper door frame. The only way it's a proper door frame is it's set up like this. So now says the Gemara, right? Rather, it must have been placed up top. If you're going to tell me that the gap. Was more than ten amos. Bahal Eim Rabbi Yechon B'Shabbos. What was the student? Was was what was was ten amos and down the opposite. So Bahal Eim Rabbi Yechon B'Shabbos. Why would Rabbi Yechon oppose this? It's a perfectly good tourist of Pesach. El Labi Esmei Aser. The case must be that the uh, the space was larger than ten tefachim. Ten space. The ten amos. Excuse me, not tefachim. Ten amos. And therefore, he, and Rabbi Yechon must hold like Rav that even the space larger than ten amos cannot be. Um, even a Tzuris HaPesach cannot solve the problem of a space which is larger than ten amas. Says the Gemara, loy, loy the case very well could have been a ten tefach or less gap. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I keep saying ten tefach, a ten ama or less gap. Um, uh, and in fact, the case is that you affix this mire, the fellow affixed the vine, not on top, but from the side. But they're actually arguing about Rav Chista's statement. They're actually arguing about whether or not it matters. Rav um, Chista they, they, they don't hold like Rav. They, they hold that even uh, a uh, 10 ama or more space can be uh, fixed. Um, uh, if the Torah Sapesah were constructed properly. And over here, uh, they're just arguing whether this uh, Torah Sapesah is considered uh, properly constructed. Um, okay. We are uh, we're 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 now going to have a kasha, a contradiction in Rabbi uh, himself and in Reish Lakish himself. Dom Reish Lakish and Shem Yehuda, Reish Lakish quotes Yehuda Rukhanina saying, "Peya muteres leinian klein." So it's a peya, a peya over here. Means when you have two sticks essentially, um, and you have a, uh, a a whole like handful of vines running from the top of one to the next. The question is: Is that a good wall for client purposes to divide your field? So it says the Gemara. Says the Gemara that does work. I will the Shabbos. It doesn't work for Shabbos, right? So now this, the positions are are swapped. Um, um,
just as it doesn't work for Shabbos, it doesn't work for Klein. So again, that's contradicting uh, what he said earlier when he agreed that it worked for Klein, um, but just didn't agree that it worked for Shabbos. So it says the I'm not concerned about Rachel Lakish because Rachel Lakish was quoting his rabbi. Rachel Lakish was quoting his rabbi. He wasn't quote, and he wasn't saying his own opinion. Ella writes as the Gemara, Maybe you will tell me that uh, that the difference is that Rabbi Yechon is saying um, that Rabbi Yechon actually right now the Gemara is reconsidering its uh, its previous um, akimta, its previous assumption about how to read the the case of the fellow in the Kespes Chorson. If perhaps the answer is that really yes, the vine was at the top of the pole, and the argument's not about Rav Chista, the argument's about Rav. The arguments about whether or not a tzuras helps a space that's more than ten amos, so and therefore The case over here that they're arguing about is where the zimayra, where the vine is affected, affixed min hatzad. It's not on top of the poles, but at some point at, along the length of the poles, and therefore uh, that's great. Chapter that works out very well. So Rebbe says that, that certainly doesn't work, but if you put it up top, uh, since I agree with Rav, uh, it works. But if both cases are where the zemira, where the vine is affixed to the side somewhere along the length of the poles, then what do you get? What's the difference? It's a contradiction in the The case could be that both of them are affixed on the side of the pole. Ah, so you didn't think it is. <laughs> The difference is that, uh, right, that on uh, Amad Aleph, the case that we that you had been trying to say was a proof that Rabbi Yechon and Rishlavish were arguing about the opinion of Rav, that case was uh, a hetetimta scenario of Eser of 10 Amois exactly or less, while this is a case of 10 Amois or more. And since Rabbi Yechon holds, since, uh, since uh, uh, excuse me, since, um, since Rav Yechanan um, doesn't hold like Rav, right? Doesn't hold like Rav. He disagrees, uh, or, or excuse me, Rav Yechanan holds specifically like Rav, or maybe everyone agrees like Rav. Um, he therefore holds uh, that uh, that the Tzuras of Pesach is not going to help. Okay, so it says the Gemara um, like this. Right, in other words, but no one necessarily argues about whether or not Rav is right. You see over here, Rish Lakish agrees that for Shabbos it doesn't work. So Yechonon is saying a chiddush that it also doesn't work for Klein. Tzuras Pesach in the space, which is more than ten amos, doesn't work for Klein. Says the Gemara, "How do you know there's a difference in reference to Klein between ten amos and more than ten amos?" Responded to Rish Lakish in the context of this discussion, and he says, "Like Achayam, I said, 'Shalva Rishu Eitzar Berichem and Nuri Lum went to Berichem and Nuri to learn, even though he, Rishu himself, was an expert in the laws of Klein. He nonetheless went um, to learn by Berichem and Nuri. He found him that he was. He found him learning between some trees, and he had strung a vine from one tree to the next. Um, he says to him, Rebbe, So he asked him, Rebbe, if there are vines, if there were grapes here, right? Would I be allowed, based on the this little vine rope that you strung from tree to tree, can I treat it as a wall? Um, and plant uh, my tomatoes, my avocados, uh, all around. So on my law, 
He says to him, Be'eser moter, be'eser oser. He says, if it's ten amois, that's great, but if it's more than ten amois, then the source of Pesach won't work anymore. The door frame shape won't work anymore. It doesn't serve as a wall. Right? He says, more like this. More you should know, this is something we wouldn't necessarily have understood, but you should know that um, when it comes to uh, to 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 climb, in fact, if the Zemoira, if the vine, it's a very odd picture, but if the vine is running uh, from the top of one stick, one peg to the next, the Dukrana, the Dukrana is a big, gigantic peg. So if the if the vine is actually fixed to the top, that still works. That's a good mechitza. However, right, so Olam and Hatzad, the case must be that it's attachment Hatzad, no, no picture for that, but it's attachment Hatzad from the side. We see quite clearly um, that when it comes to Klayim, when the Tzuras HaPesach is affixed to the side as opposed to the top of the pole, then um, it has to be 10 Amis or less, and if it's any more than that, it's no good. Okay. You have a Tzuras HaPesach, which, which is affixed to the side. It's put somewhere along the length of the um, relevant uh, pole. So that doesn't do much. Has to be strong enough to put a door in it. Even a straw door. In other words, there's a chumra and a kula. The chumra is that it has to be strong enough to hold the door. But the second, right, the kula is that it could be a very weak, a very low quality door. Tzuras HaPesach Tzricha Heker Tzir. Tzuras HaPesach needs something called a Heker Tzir. Why my Heker Tzir? What does that mean? Um, yeah, avkasa. What's an Avkasa? An Avkasa is the, um, the socket that a door frame, um, the, the way their door frames worked, at least in many cases, was there's basically just a hole going through the length or the height of the door. And you ran a pole through that hole, and that was the uh, hinge. So that's what it needs. It needs to have an Avkasa. There needs to be a hole in which you could put a tir hadelis, in which you could put um, a a pole for the door to turn on. It needs to really look as if you intend to put on a door there, even if there isn't an actual door. Okay. Rav Acha, the son of Rav found the Talmidim of Rav Ashi. I'm going to look really straight tomorrow. I'm he asked them, excuse me, Omar Mar, did your Rebbe, did Ravashi teach you anything about Tzuras HaPesach? Or in other words, do you have any chedushim? Do you have any unique ideas? He said to him, he had no comment on the subject. So that's a very interesting thing. The only thing I can think of is that the Gemara is trying to say that Ravashi disagreed with the previous point. Ravashi was trying to convey that Ravashi held there's no, there are no additional uh, concerns when it comes to Tzuras HaPesach of this sort. Otherwise, it's just a very strange few lines of Gemara. Um, okay. Tana. We learned in a bright Tzuras HaPesach she'omru kona mikan v'kona mikan v'kona al-gabeim. Tzuras HaPesach we have been describing, oh, finally a description of what it is. It's a kona mikan, a kona mikan, a pole. 
right, on, 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 each, on each side, and another one on top. Now, it says, do they have to touch, right? Is there any need for them to touch each other? A picture? No, it's already in the next case. Do they have to touch, right? What happens is you somehow manage to suspend the top, um, the top stick uh, in such a fashion that it doesn't touch the pulse. Says they don't have to touch each other. says no, they do. Okay. So Rav Nachman, who was a mekel, uh, the the Reish Kalusa, oh, that's trouble. The Reish Kalusa folks asked them to to, to Erev up their house, their uh, their some some corner of their estate, and uh, he went and he and he did as he always does. He he uh, he was not mocked to make sure that everything is touching each other. As he goes, you don't have to. So I'm like, Rav Sheshis Rav had a Shamas, his name was Rav He said, I'm very upset about what happened. Zilshalayf Shadinu, go and rip down that Erev. So um, that, uh, that serves that Pesach. So Azal, Shal Shadinu, and he went did it. So the cops found him, right? The Rish Galusa's goons found him, and they threw him in jail. Uh, so Azal, Rav Sheshis Kavav, Rav Sheshis, here's what happens. He comes to the, he comes to the door. I'm like, he says, Goda Pukta. He tells his Talmud, Rav God, that he says, Pukta, come out. So enough of also. So he just came out. Right? In other words, so it sounds like Rav Sheshis had enough clout, uh, as the as the kids say, um, that he was able to just kind of say, I'm taking my guy. And he left. And that was it. Um, right? So he came to save him. So anyway, Nofak also, he came out. Ashkir Rav Sheshis, Rav Shmuel. So Rav Sheshis is a... Uh, probably pretty annoyed, and he finds Rav Shmuel. So he says, "Did you learn anything from your uh, from your Rebbe about um, about the Tzuras Pesach, about the sugya that we're uh, that we're holding it over here?" So he says, "I'm really in Tanina. Here's the teaching I have from my Rebbe. Um, Keep when you have an arched entrance, right? Rameir says an arched." Uh, entrance, even though it doesn't have a flat, um, right? Picture something like this. Even though it doesn't have a flat lintel, uh, nonetheless, you have to put a mezuzah. say you don't need a you don't need a mezuzah. Of course, if there are at least ten tefachim um, for the arch, then it is chayim mezuzah. You see this all the time. Um, it does then it does require a mezuzah because um, the uh, the there's enough height on the sides to uh, to justify the requirement for mezuzah, so Abai explains that a little more. Let's say it's ten tefachim high, but um, but uh, the uh, the arch doesn't. The arch starts already before three tefachim, right? The arch starts before three tefachim. Or even if the arch starts after three tefachim, but but the whole uh, operation, the whole outfit doesn't reach 10 tefachim of height. Um, everyone agrees that doesn't require mezuzah. The case they're arguing about is when there's at least three tefachim on the bottom and it's asar. Right? So in other words, everyone agrees in the first case that we looked at when there's at least 10 tefachim of height. Everyone says, oh, for sure needs a mezuzah, even though it arches out, for sure needs a mezuzah, because you basically, there's your door, even though the fact that there's all this arch, your door's here. But, says the Gemara, in these other cases, everyone agrees that you don't require a mezuzah, right? That's that's just not a door, however. The question is, in this case, you have three tefachim of height from the ground before the arch starts. And, 
and uh, it's ten fachim. The whole thing, the whole outfit is ten fachim high. But right up top, it's not four fachim wide. But the only question is, you see this nice yellow line they made. Uh, there is an area that we could view halachically as being hollowed out, as carved out. So says the Gemara. Um, holds of the idea which we encounter of that we remove, right? We halachically imagine that stuff as if it's not there, and that we consider it to be a, a full pesach. No, you don't do that, and therefore it doesn't require mitzvah. Says the Gemara, Amar He said to him, um, So uh, <laughs> very interesting. He says to him, So I'm just I'm adding in some words because the Bach fixes the Kirsa. He says, right? Right? If you find anyone from the Reish Galusa's house, don't say anything. Don't share what you just taught me. Um, uh, uh, don't tell them anything about this business of the. Um, of the arch. Why? Because uh, this would this would prove me wrong, right? This would prove me wrong. Um, because quite clearly, um, we see from here that, uh, that, uh, that uh, what do you call it? The Nachman is right, right? Why is that the case? Why is that the case? Um, yeah, why is that the case? Because, of course, in the case where Everyone agrees, right? In the very first case, we said, right, the 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 door itself is essentially, if you strip it down to its halachic nuts and bolts, it's a post of ten tachim on one side, a post of ten tachim on the other, and another four tachim up top. But technically, the arch separates between them because of the curve. So, since the arch separates between them because of the curve, um, uh, so technically, it proves of Nachman uh, to be correct. And Rav Shesha said, you better not tell anyone from the Rage Galusa's house that I'm, I was wrong, otherwise I'll be in trouble for uh, sending my guy to rip down the air. Okay. What's this here? I don't know why they're showing this picture. That's not our subject. Okay. New Mishnah. Heksher Mavoy. How does one make a kosher Mavoy, a Mavoy in which you can carry? Bishamir says you put in a lechi in a kaira. Either one. Rabbi Lezaimer lechian. Rabbi Lezaimer says two lechis. Mishram Mishmal Omar Talmud Echad. Lefnei Rekiva. Excuse me. Mishram. I'm sorry, I chopped it up badly. Omar Talmud Echad Lefnei Rekiva. Loi Nechko Bisham Bisil Amav Bishu Pachas Meirba Ameshu Kunitter. We, no one argued, right? Bisham Vesil didn't argue about a mavi which is smaller than four amas, a very small mavi. Everyone agrees that either a lechi or a kair is sufficient. Which is wider uh, than four amas, up to ten amas. Bisham says that he's a lechi and a kair. So I'm still a lechi and a kair either one. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said, no. Rabbi Kiva says, uh, says, uh, Says I disagree. They argue in both cases, even if it's narrower than four amas. And of course, the Gemara is going to explain what's going on. Says the Gemara, This mission is clearly not like either Chananya or the Tanakama. 
So who's Hanani and the Tanakama? Hanani and the Tanakama are back on um, on that Vav Medal. Hanani and the Tanakama talk about a Mavahem of Fulish. Right? Mavahem of Fulish. So Mavahem of Fulish either requires a Tzuras HaPesach at one end um, and a... Uh, a lechi and kaira at the other, or a delas, or a full-blown door and a lechi kaira at the other, but certainly not just a lechi and a kaira. Says we're not talking about a mavi and a foolish. We're talking about a mavi which is sasu, which is three walls and an opening. Kate said, "How do you do it?" Says the Gemara, "Beishamai holds lechi and a kaira are sufficient." Lamaimer the Kasabi Beishamai arba mechitzas deraisa. The implication is that Beishamai holds that four mechitzas, four walls, um, to make something into Rishus Hayachid are deraisa. In other words, we have the situation of a mavo. It has three walls. We wanted to have a fourth wall, so therefore we insist that you have a lechi and a kaira because a lechi and a kaira make for a full-blown halachically valid, quote-unquote, wall, right? It's a legal fiction, but it's a wall. It says the Gemara, they must hold that Arba Mechitzas is their rice. In other words, it's Allah that you have to have four walls to make something into Rosh Hashayach. It says the Gemara, um, that's not the case. Lizroik Mishal Echud Right, that you don't necessarily know if that's the case. Because it could be that if you were to throw an item from Rishusha Rabbim into this chotzer, even if there were not a lechi and a kaira, and even if there were only three walls, you'd still be chayet. I'll tell you, you want to have a heter to carry for a heter to carry, right? Those aren't necessarily two, um, two zones that overlap on each other. Those are two different sets of requirements. You have a heter to, to carry, then you're going to have to wait adika arba until there are four proper walls. And even if one of those walls is a lechi and a kaira, that counts. So Basil holds you need either one or the other. So Lame Kasabi Basil Shalish Mahid is their right. So that would seem to imply that Basil holds that the three walls are the right. The three the, excuse me, that the, the three walls are enough. Um me right. So that in other words, for the uh for the purposes of uh of uh, of Shabbos, the three walls suffice as Allah Mashmi Sinai to make something into Rosh Sayyid. Says the Gemara Lloyd. Right? What's the point of that? What do you mean three walls? Yeah, of course. The answer is no, because there there is an argument to say that two walls are enough. This is the In order to make you chayiv, in order to punish you for carrying, for throwing something from Rosh Hashanah into the Rosh Hashanah, even two walls is enough. But Taltel, again, quite similarly to what we said in reference to Beishamai, in order to carry, you're going to need at least three. Okay, I think we will stop here.